Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm grateful. I am intentional. Everything that I want is already mine. I do not force. I do not beg. I do not convince. I attract many things. I am selective and mindful about everything. I do not worry about the future. I do my best in the moment. Because if I do my best today, there is no reason to worry about tomorrow. All is well in my world. Welcome back to Self Care and Chill with Maui. I thought I would hit you guys with some affirmations for the day to start your day off on a positive note. I say my affirmations every day. Every day I got a different affirmation depending on what I'm doing today. If I'm going to see my family, then I know that I need to be saying I'm not going to get upset. <laughs> I'm not going to be stressed out. I am, I am in control of the energy around me. I am in control of the energy that I choose to entertain the conversations that I have. Um, I think that you should have affirmations for the different things that you are doing throughout the day. Whatever you feel like takes a lot of energy from you and be stressing you out a lot, and really pay attention to that, tap into that so that you can go towards it with an open mind and not stressing yourself out. A lot of the shit that we go through, a lot of the things that upset us and make us mad or have us worrying are things that could be avoided if we change how we went about it. Um, so I think that that's super important. I would have loved to had a poem for you guys today, but I don't. Unfortunately, I thought that y'all would appreciate, you know, you know, some affirmations. Um, yesterday when we were on live, we were talking about giving too much too fast. And that's definitely something that I want to talk about today. Um, I know a lot of us, we just talk a lot, talk too goddamn much for our own good. And we think that in the beginning of certain relationships, we're just having regular conversations. You know, I met this guy. I like him. He's so cool. We were talking about our past, talking about things that we've been through. I told him I was fucking with this guy that was in shit for five years. He had a baby on me. I took him back. I tried to get him to get into church and learn about God and stuff like that. And he had another baby on me. And I know that you're just being you. You're just being the chatty patty that you are. You met this guy that seems nice and genuine. And it seems like you're just having regular conversation. I could promise you. It is not a lot of people who are, not a lot of men who are taking the information that you're saying and thinking like, oh my gosh, he was so horrible. Why would he ever do something like that to you and you're such a good woman? No. People are finding the weak spots in you and using that to their advantage. I want you to be mindful of the things that you are saying. Because you can tell somebody, you know, I just got out of a relationship with Jerome. The shit just didn't work out. We weren't for each other. 
Whereas the, it didn't work out. Like, I don't fuck with him. But we don't really got to get into, like, really, really super deep details. That's why this shit be hurting so much You when you feel like, I told you what this last person did and you did the exact same thing. How dare you? How dare you, how dare you take the most hurtful things that I've expressed to you, wrap it up in a different packaging and throw it back in my face or do the exact same thing. It's ridiculous. So I think that being mindful of the conversations that we have and the things about us that we share, not that you can't be transparent, not that you can't be vulnerable, but listen here, chatty patty. Damn. Come the fuck on. It's some shit that some people don't need to know. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is moving too fast. That's the same thing with the whole expressing too much too soon. And what I love about this podcast is if you're listening right now and you're by yourself, you don't have to feel embarrassed. If you've done any of this shit or you've done some of these things or you feel like I'm personally attacking you because the shit is just hitting and you feeling triggered. The best thing about it is if you're listening by yourself, you can feel like this is a judgment-free zone. To you women who move too fast, you're doing too much too soon. Whether you're giving the pussy up too fast, you met this guy, all of a sudden he need to borrow $200, you let him borrow it because you felt bad, you just being nice. You've been together for one month, he always leaving his kids with you to babysit. He homeless, you let him move in after two months. Whatever the freaking weird-ass scenario is that y'all got for me to fuck today, okay? Don't feel bad. But please understand that people do not see no reason to value what they did not have to work for. They don't see no reason to value something they didn't have to work for, something that they're not afraid to lose, and something that they feel like is always going to be there. So not only, and a lot of the times we just crave companionship so much, or a person just catch us when we're just tired of being single. We're just lonely. And we cling on to the first person that gives us some attention, some type of consistency, some any type of effort. And we just feel like, oh my gosh, I like this person so much. No. Slow your freaking roll. Especially when this person has never expressed any desire for a commitment. This person has never expressed that they want to be in a relationship. They want to only talk to you, that they're only going to be having sex with you. But we create these fairy tales in our head. And we start thinking about how happy we could be with this person, how good it feels. The vibe is just impeccable. We need to start taking things for exactly what people show them, show us that they are. And not trying to rearrange shit in our mind with this hopeful mindset. That is exactly why we fall in love with potential and we start feeling like he wasn't like that in the beginning or he wasn't. No, yes, he was. He was a nice guy that still didn't want a relationship. And then later on down the line, he became a disrespectful guy that still didn't want a relationship. But the fact still stands. He never wanted to wanted a relationship. So if you continue to invest in a situation like that, that is nobody's fault but your own. If you know from the beginning that, that this person doesn't want anything more than some casual sex some of your Alfredo and you continue to pour into a situation that you know will never be what you want it to be. Don't you walk around here talking about I met him and he was a, he was toxic and he was a narcissistic. He broke my heart. And he did all, did all of this because the moment that you seen a goddamn red flag, that was your signal to leave. And when we start being accountable, 
about the bullshit that we get ourselves into, then we will be able to go through this life with a different mindset and with an open heart. We won't walk around here feeling like everybody ain't shit or they all the same or I don't want to be in love. We won't feel that way because we will be able to take accountability in the roles that we played by choosing these people and going back to them after they had us fucked up the first time. You disrespect yourself every time you go back to somebody that plays in your goddamn face and treats you like you are a goddamn TV dinner. Every time you forgive somebody for disrespecting you, for cheating on you, for lying on you, lying to you, child. Every time you keep going back to a person that treats you like that, treats you as if you should be grateful that they're even with you, you play yourself. Because there's somebody out here that would do anything for you. And, and the fact is, you're not asking for too much. you asking the wrong goddamn person. You're begging a person that doesn't want to do it. When you meet somebody, you know I love, you know I love a good analogy, child. When you meet somebody and you really like them, and you want to impress them, you'd be so excited to do any little thing for them. Any little thing. Like, oh, you want me to go to the market with you? I'll go. Like, we'd be so enthusiastic. You don't got to remind a person that is truly interested in you what you what to do. You don't have to remind them to be romantic, to buy you flowers, to do something sweet for you. It's just natural things we want to do. Oh, Maui, he didn't grow up like that. He doesn't know how to do any little... Girl... He watched Love and Basketball, child. He watched he watched this a romantic movie. So for people to act really oblivious, like I never did, like no, you just don't see no effort into trying to do any of these things. And then me being accountable if I'm not freaking having boundaries or creating some sort of standard for how I want to be treated. If you don't walk into this shit knowing what you want, what you require, what you expect. And as much as people love to say, well, you can't expect something. That's why you'd be disappointed. You should go into stuff with no expectations, no disappointments that way. No, fuck that. This is what I expect, I require, and what I want. And the only reason why I'm coming into the door with this shit is because I know what I'm willing to give when it comes to the people I care about. I'm on go, okay? I know if I love you and I care about you, I'm going all in. There is nothing I'm not doing for you. And I want to know that I'm with somebody that has the same passion when it comes to the person that they love. You don't got to love me in the exact same way. You don't got to reciprocate in the exact same way. But I need the same passion. I'm not about to be excited and going on my way for a person that would just give me bare minimum. And as I said before, knowing what makes you happy, knowing what you're looking for and what you want. Because even still, if you're not requiring nothing from that person, and while you being a chatty patty in the beginning, like I've said, if you being that chatty patty in the beginning, and you telling this person, I was with this guy, he never did shit for me, he didn't give me no money, he never took me on dates, he didn't do this, he didn't do that, and his last girlfriend, he gave her the world. But you, he don't even feel like he even have to give you a piece of the world because you're not used to shit. So he could give you $40 here and there for your nails and toes, take you out on a date once a month, and you're appreciative and you're grateful because the last guy didn't do that. So in your mind, even though this isn't satisfying, you feel like it's a step up from where you are. So in your mind, we're making progress. At least he's better than Jerome. At least he's better than the last guy I was fucking with. He's not perfect, but at least it's not Jerome. 
when in his mind, he's just giving you the bare minimum because you don't require shit. So to, to the women out there who love to say things like, well, you know, I'm not materialistic. I'm not high maintenance. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a homebody. I don't like to go out anyway. I like to just stay in the house all day. He doesn't have to do that kind of stuff for me. I'm not that kind of girl. What? Even homebodies like dinner. Are we serious? Or are we saying things like this because we want to water ourselves down to be easier to love? Do we feel like we, we're not allowed to require? Do we feel guilty about asking for something? Do we think if we express our needs, they won't want to talk to us? That is the point. To the women out here, oh, Maui, I just don't know how to ask them. I don't know how to ask a man for money. I just can't see myself doing it. Like, I don't know how to do that. It makes me so uncomfortable. I don't want to have to ask. Okay. Do you not want to ask? Because for one, you know he ain't got shit. For two, you feel like he going to say no. Or for three, you know, it just makes you uncomfortable. You're just this independent woman that's used to doing everything on your own. Which I can understand that one, but it's still a no for me. I need you to ask, even if you don't need it. And the reason why I need you to ask is because I need you to see if a person will be there for you and show up for you. If a person is coming over your house all the time, eating up your food, laying in your bed, flicking your lights on and off, and he couldn't give you freaking $40 to get your nails done, don't you think you want to know? But you never ask. Don't you think you should... You should know if this person will look out for you. Because if you're doing all of this and you're going out your way for a person that can't give you $40. That's bad pussy management. And I'm not saying sell your vagina. I'm just saying that that is disgraceful. Okay. Disgraceful. That's what that, and that's what I know to be true. Okay. That's what I know to be actual and goddamn factual. Don't be afraid to, girl, don't be afraid to ask for, for request a cash app. Don't be afraid to say, can you get my nails done this weekend? Or I pay all my bills this week. Can you get my hair done? Look how simple I made that sound. Babe, I've been cooking all week. Can you pay for dinner this week? Being mindful of how we communicate with people, too. I told y'all to make sure y'all come in from a nice, kind place, a place of love and compassion. Um, if you're in a relationship and you want your partner to start doing more, tell them what you appreciate that they've done so far. Babe, you know, I really appreciate you've been doing X, Y, and Z, but it would make me super happy if we could go to dinner more often or if we start traveling together or if we start working out together, whatever it is. We we know how men are with their fragile egos. Let's congratulate them first and then ask for what we want. And I want you to also be in tune with, are you being the person that your partner needs? Who the fuck are you? Are you showing up as your best self? Because there's some people out out here that don't know who they are, don't know what they, what makes them happy or what they bring, and they're sitting in a relationship with a person where they're requiring so much for them because they're trying to use that person to fill the voids inside of themselves. They don't know how to make their own self happy. So they're sitting in a relationship with a person 
constantly asking them to do some new shit because they're looking for this spark that they don't feel inside. They don't know what it is that they're looking for, but they know that they don't feel satisfied. They just don't feel how they feel like they should feel in this relationship. Something is missing. So now at this point, you're picking on your partner all the time. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's because of you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And a part of that shit be not spending enough time alone to figure out exactly what I like, what I want, what I'm looking for. I don't know what is so scary about this being by yourself shit that everybody wants to avoid it. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you guys before that me being on my self-love journey and being alone, yeah, it was hard. That shit was lonely. Didn't I didn't know what made myself happy. My mom didn't show me what life of just being a single, independent, happy person was because she had boyfriends. My mom is pretty. She had her little boyfriends and stuff like that, buying her stuff. I get to high school. I got me a little boyfriend that be buying me stuff, going to college, got little boyfriends and stuff like that. I got all of my worth from my partners. All of my sense of being beautiful, of being important, of being worthy, of be feeling loved. And maybe some of that shit should have came from my dad. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to be with older guys looking for this sense of security and stability that I felt like they gave me. So just spiraling out of control and moving farther and further away from myself and who I am and what makes me happy and what makes me whole and what makes me me. And despite how hard the journey was being by myself, I know I had to weather the storm. And if you're going through it now, not to say the the goal is not to be perfect. Being perfect, that's a lazy goal. Chasing perfection, that's lazy. That's some lazy shit. I'm just going to be perfect. It's not going to. No. The goal is to be the best version of ourselves and getting there on whatever path or journey we need to take to get there. Because I made mistakes. I've went back to toxic people. I've texted people. I've went back to have sex with somebody that I was used to. I didn't freaking say sorry when I wasn't sorry because I didn't do shit. Bunch of been with somebody that was in a relationship with somebody, been a side chick, been a bunch of different things. On my, on my path and my journey of trying to find out who I am. Okay. I didn't been a toxic person that people need to leave the fuck alone. And I've been with toxic people. And out of all the relationships that I've been been in, the best relationship that I've ever been in was the relationship that I created with myself. Figuring out who she is. What does she like? What does she value in other people? Not just partners, but friendships too. What kind of friends do I want? Who do I want in my circle? What kind of person do I want to lay next to every night and share my body with? Not just anybody. Because another part of our worth is valuing every part of ourselves, including our body. 
And if we valued it a little bit more, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be so easy to give it away and to share it with somebody. If we put our vaginas on pedestals or whoever listening right now, whatever kind of sexual organ you got and whatever you put it in, it's not my business. But if we decided to put those parts of us on a pedestal and looked at it and viewed it differently, we wouldn't be so quick to give it away. To give the most intimate parts of some of ourselves to someone else that is not deserving of it. That isn't interested in learning any other part of us besides physical. It's one it's easy it's easy for somebody to fall in love with your body. You nasty. You freaky, okay. You talk dirty, you wear lingerie. You into some kinky shit. It's easy for somebody to fall in love with the sexual experience that you can give them. But for somebody to fall in love with your personality and your spirit and your mind and how nice of a person you are and how kind you are, how great of a mother or great of a father, a great friend, for a person to fall in love with all of these other versions and sides of you is a different kind of intimacy. It's easy for somebody to just fuck you. And we live in a generation where not only is it so easy to just be with somebody that only wants to fuck. No, there's more people that's trying to fuck than fall in love. So if you walk into this world and you just so happen to be a hopeless romantic, my heart goes out to you. Cause look at, look at what you up against. So God forbid you feel pressured to go on the other side of the tracks where you don't want to be because you feel like in order for me to be happy or fall in love, I need to do what everybody else is doing. I might as well just have sex with him to just get it out the way. Cause if I have sex with him, he'll be consistent. Or if I have sex with him, he'll start acting right. Or if I have sex with him, he'll do this differently. No, it's just, no, it's a no for me. It's given. I don't like that. It's giving Mary had a little lamb. No. Okay. Figuring out. Who am I? What am I looking for? What do I like? What kind of partner do I want? What kind of partner am I? Am I even showing up as who I want to be? And being honest, like I say this shit all the time, being honest, if you need to get your shit together, why is that such an uncomfortable conversation to have? I feel like we talked about 14 different topics in this one episode. (laughs) While I'm in my bedroom, in the bed with all my podcast equipment while my son is doing virtual school, I feel like like we done fucking did like 14 topics, but it was so many different things on my mind today. And it's like, wait. Why is that uncomfortable to like tell somebody to get their shit together? I've told y'all that your partner could very well be on a level that you're not on yet. And you can, and right now you only have access to what's available to you. Not to say, oh, I, you're meeting pieces of shit because you're a piece of shit. No, you're choosing who you're choosing. But as far as what you have access to, and as far as who's showing interest in you, because ideally, you will want a Prince Charming. Like, you will want a great guy with a great career and all these different things, but those may not be the type of guys that are being interested in you. So what kind of rooms are we in? Do we need to work on ourselves more? And not feel uncomfortable of saying, like, you know what? I'm Right now, I'm at a place in my life where I'm just focusing on going to school. 
or I'm just focusing on getting a better job or moving into my own place or getting a driver's license or losing 10 pounds, whatever the case may be. Because how are we looking for Prince Charming when we don't got a license? We live with our aunties or our grandmama or something. We got a, a little dead-end job right now that barely pays the bills. Like, we're not even happy with our own living situations and our own circumstances. So what are we looking for? Companionship? Are we looking for help? Are we looking for somebody to save us out of this situation? Or are we looking for our equal? And if we're looking for our equal, and we got all this shit to work on, then we're going to be in a relationship with somebody that's also working on themselves that need to be focused on themselves. So two people with a lot of shit to work on, trying to make time for each other. When we could just be get our shit together. But again, people don't want to just get their shit together because they don't want to be by themselves. They want somebody to hold their hand during the journey, and I get it. Now you're being responsible for another person and their happiness, and you don't make time for them because you got school and you got work and you taking driver license classes and you're looking for a place and it's we can't show up for 100% for everything. But again, it's your life. So, I love y'all. I do love y'all. Despite how my delivery may be. I love my delivery. Okay? And I appreciate y'all. The other day, I looked through the comments that you guys leave me on Apple Podcasts. I seen one person, over a thousand comments, one person left um, a review with one star and it says... I tried to like it. She curses so much. I feels like she's yelling at me. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> if you know me, if you feel me on Apple Podcasts or any of these other podcasts and you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is M-A-U-I underscore W, okay? Maui underscore W. <laughs> but the goal was for them to fit, for you to feel attacked. I felt like I had to beat it in your head. And so many of you who message me all the time saying, Maui, you've made my self-love journey so much easier with your book and your podcast and stuff like that and your TikTok. Um, Everybody else has been baby stepping around you and making you feel good. Your friends have been saying like, it's all right, don't cry and it's okay and I hope it work out and being nice and gentle. I'm not here to do that. You got a bunch of people in your life doing that bullshit already and it ain't get you nowhere. And then you meet me and I'm a goddamn stranger and I get smart with you a little while and your whole life does a 360. So maybe you did try, need somebody to tell you about your goddamn self. And it's still all love. But the what I, what I feel, because if you don't like the podcast, you could just not tune in. I'm still going to go to sleep on, t- on time. Gosh. But I feel like by me living in my purpose is me being who I needed when I was going through my self-love journey, I don't have a big sister. I am the big sister to two people. I don't have a relationship with my mom where she, whereas though she's giving me advice. So how can I show up every day living in my purpose and I can be for y'all who I, who I wish I had for me? I didn't have, I had being Mary Jane. I would watch that show all the time, but I didn't have somebody to really, no, I didn't have nobody. It was me trial and error, trial and error, picking myself back up, over and over again and just trying to find my way so many mistakes so many things could have been avoided 
the journey, the self-love journey could have took a year and a half if I had somebody guiding me. It took about almost four because I was doing the shit by myself. And it's so many things, like if you read my new book, So Much to Unlearn, it's so many things that we don't realize are, are not healthy and that we have to unlearn. We've seen our parents do it. I've seen my aunties do it. I've seen my sisters do it. Like, I didn't know that this shit wasn't healthy. Even when now, with me telling you guys that I'm in therapy and stuff like that. So many things I'm working on with my therapist that I didn't know this was a problem within myself. And then fixing things, and we realize that how the new light that we give, give off transcends to all of the relationships around us, and everything around us begins to be healthy. Because the self-love journey is cool. Don't get me wrong, it's cool, but this shit ain't about finding a partner. It's not about working on myself and then falling in love and finding somebody healthy. It's about working on myself so much and becoming the, the most highest version of myself so that everything around me is healthy. The relationship with my children, with my family, with my coworkers, with my friends, with my partner, everything that I touch radiates light. Everything that I touch turns into light. That is how much of that's how much light I am filled with. That's the goal. That everybody that you encounter leaves saying like, "Damn, like she, you got such a good vibe or such a great personality." Everybody that you touch and that you come encounter with leaves a better person because of you. You meet people and they feel better leaving your presence than when they came in. They can feel the love. You make you are you loving yourself so much that you're inspiring other people to love themselves more. That's what it's about. I love myself. Cool. That's great. Good job for myself. But if I could wake up and make other other people want to love themselves more and not feel embarrassed about being transparent or saying that they made mistakes or they fell in love or had their heartbroke or they've been a fool. That's a whole different, that's a whole different, another different level of self-love that a person is tapped into when you're inspiring other people to love themselves. Only about, not by forcing nobody or convincing nobody, all about just leading by example. Because I can promise you, I don't come on here with no bullshit that I'm not living in real life. There's not nobody around me that could say, look, Molly is lying, y'all, and she is not loving herself in real life. This is what she's really doing. Nope. It's nobody in this world who could do anything like that because I'm the exact same way in real life. Making sure that you're a good person, making sure that you're showing up for yourself and making sure that you're just leading by example. Especially if you got friends around you and you want your friends to be on a self-love journey and you love them, y'all want, you want them to do it together. Understanding that God has time for everybody. And your time, it may not be the same time for them. And not being hard on them. Not judging them, not making them feel bad or uncomfortable because they're still stuck in their ways or still making them mistakes or finding a way. Allowing them to have their own process and not pushing yourself on them. It's not your responsibility. You save yourself first. Even on the airplane, they tell you, you got to save yourself and then start coming back for other people. The best thing that we can do is lead by example. You doing your own thing, you loving you, that will grab the eyes of the people around you and inspire them to do the same. So I enjoyed talking to y'all today. I hope that if you listen in this morning or this afternoon or whenever you listen to it, that it made you feel better about a lot of shit. That it gave you some confirmation and it made you feel good. 
And if it ain't do shit for you, send it to one of your homegirls that need, maybe it'll do something for her. <laughs> and another thing I wanted to say before I go is, I know something that we always talk about is, I always say, well, if you need to lose five pounds or you don't like your oatmeal cream pie stomach, <laughs> we always talk about losing weight and getting in shape and getting healthy. And today I'm going to make a new Instagram page. Not that I need another one. But I'm going to make a new Instagram page for us to be on a fitness journey together because it's getting nice outside and I've been back riding my bike. And if you followed me last year, do you know I love bike riding? Um, it's something that I definitely want to start posting more about, posting the healthy things that I eat or things that I've been doing, posting my affirmations on air. I'm trying to separate all of the different brands of me and the podcast and the Boyfriend Chronicles. And this will be the last page that I make. I promise you guys, I will not be making any more after this. <laughs> so I will post the page um, on, my story, on my stories today on Instagram so that you can follow it. And so that we can all be a support system for each other now that it's getting a little bit nicer outside depending on where you at but in philly we still kind of cold we trying to get some warm weather but depending on where we are where you are we can all be a support system for each other on our healthy journeys on our journeys of affirmations and living a better more fulfilling intentional and mindful life okay so enjoy your day everybody and i'll talk to you soon